0: Hello and welcome to Talk The Line, I'm Jen Long. Every week on this podcast, I talk to someone in the public eye about something they're interested in, a passion they have, whatever they love that isn't specifically their job. We upload a new episode every Friday. You can follow us on Twitter for updates at Talk The Line. You can follow me at Jen Long. And please do get in touch. We love to hear from you about when you first started listening, how you found us, what your favourite episode is. And if you do like what you hear, Please give us a subscribe. Eva Hendricks is the effervescent frontwoman of Brooklyn power pop band Charlie Bliss. Made up of four friends who all went to school together, the band formed in 2014 and also includes Eva's brother Sam. Earlier this year, they released their first album Guppy, which the AV club called an instant classic. They also published a companion comic book which featured contributors like Illustrator Tuesday Basson, comic artist Michael DeForge and Sadie from Speedy Ortiz and Sad 13, each interpreting a different track. Comics and animation are a big part of Charlie Bliss. Guitarist Spencer was the voice of Dash in the massive 2004 movie The Incredibles and Eva is obsessed with comics, which is what we're talking about today. This episode does contain Jessica Jones spoilers, so if you've not watched it yet and are planning on doing so, be warned. So we are talking about comic books.
1: Here we are, talking about Here comic books. Here we are, books. talking about
0: comic books. <laughs> um, where did your comic book obsession start, then? Walk me through it. Lay the groundwork.
1: Yeah, it's it's a recent thing. Uh, I wish I could say that it was, like, th- forever throughout my life, but um, actually, Sadie from Speedy Ortiz... Uh, she, in a bunch of interviews, was like always asked about what their band name meant, and she said that it was from named after a character from a comic book called Love and Rockets um, by the Hernandez brothers. And I just love Speedy Ortiz's music, so I was like, I have to know what this is all about. <laughs> and we seem to have similar interests. We're both obsessed with the movie uh, Josie and the Pussycats and uh, other things, so I was like, she knows what's up. So I, I bought it, but like I had a really hard time knowing... I feel like one of the hardest things with comic books is knowing where to dive in. Like it's not always as clear cut as like issue one here. So I was kind of intimidated by it. I bought one copy, but I was like, I don't know if this is the right place. And then I started dating someone who's obsessed with comic books, like lifelong obsession with comic books. And I, I think just in a dating zone, I really just admire when anyone is just really excited about something. And I wanted get in on it. and um, Well, enthusiasm's infectious, right? It is. It is. And I, I, I've dated so many, like, schlubby dudes who are just <laughs> pouting all the time and, like, think everything's <laughs> stupid that, like, dating this person, I was like, you have interests and loves, like, passion and whatever? I was like, I want in. So uh, I got into comics really, like, through him in a way because I kind of wanted to be involved and I finally read that issue of Love and Rockets and then I, that summer, read... Every issue I could get my hands on. I have the whole collection in two different formats. I love that comic book. And then I've also gotten into other comics from
0: there. Cool. So what is Love and Rockets? Is that a kind of like classic old school comic? Or is it like a new breed of comic? It's
1: kind of like more new. It's not like a typical beat like beat 'em up comic. Mm. Um, I have a hard time getting into those. Uh, but I. Uh, it's kind of like... It's made by two brothers, uh, Jaime and Gilbert Hernandez. And basically, they both have two separate worlds under the Love and Rockets heading that they kind of are responsible for. And it's really cool. I would say, like, the Jaime Hernandez world really reminds me of, like, Archie comics and kind of, like, love and lost love. And, like, it's funny and really clever and smart. And then Gilbert Hernandez... His stuff kind of really reminds me. Uh, it's like magical realism. Um, why can't I think of the author? A hundred years of solitude. Marquez. Uh, like reminds me a lot of that stuff. And it's just I think it appeals to me. I think for me the base thing. Oh, what thing the
0: writer? Gabriel yeah. Mase Marquez or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Marquez. Oh, like um, love in the time of cholera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And a hundred yeah. years of solitude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I love gotcha. those books
1: and. I think like it was just so cool to me that like comics could appeal to me like both through like the fun of the medium but also yeah. through, on like a serious like literature level, literary level and and that's what I got out of those
0: comics. Because some of them are like epic stories, right? Yeah. People just think that comic books are for kids but then... No, no and, and, and especially like with a comic book like Love and Rockets,
1: it's been ongoing for like 30 or 40 years and and so the maybe longer no probably around 30 or 40 and like the character's age as it goes on so it's like you get to kind of like grow with the characters which is so cool and uh, so many comic books are like that. I also love one, the only beat-em-up comic that I like is called Savage Dragon by someone named Eric Larson, and that's similar to it's been... They just put out their, like, 250th issue or something. Right. That's crazy. Any, wow. any kind of commitment like that is awesome to me.
0: And so how much text is there, and how much is kind of the imagery and the drawings? Totally depends on the comic. Um, yeah. For
1: Love and Rockets, I would say it's probably about, about 50-50, but there's certain, like... Uh, like, I don't know. There's certain comics that I like that are, like, I've also read, like, like graphic novels more so that are, like, more so about the text than they are about the the imagery. And I love those, too. Like, uh, Phoebe Gleckner is one of my favorite authors, and she wrote uh, and illustrated books called A Child's Life and Diary of a Teenage Girl. And they're both so awesome. But I would say they fall more so under the category of, like, a graphic novel. Right. And I think the too. only
0: graphic novel I ever read was The Watchman.
1: Oh, which that's is like awesome. a
0: classic, right?
1: It's a classic, but I'm an asshole and I haven't read
0: it. Oh.
1: <laughs> so you can spoil me.
0: <laughs> I just remember it being really long. I, I read it, it was um it was really long. It's a great description, isn't it? I'd give you an A plus on that book report. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> was I was at a South by Southwest and I'd been I'd been lent it by my boss and then I had like a like like a like a 4 a.m 6 a.m flight something like that and so I was like I'm not gonna pay for another night of hotel because it's insanely expensive yeah I'm gonna sit in a diner much like the one we're in right now but an actual American diner that's appealing that sounds good drink all the free refills of coffee because I was like only like 24 or something at the time and I was broke and I was like I'm gonna drink all the free refills of coffee and stay up to my bus at like 3 a.m to the airport I respect that. And That's just, awesome. Yeah, I just remember reading this comic and just thinking, thank God it's so long. Yeah, you're like, thank God, I really need to kill this, this time. <laughs> but Also, it was like-
1: I respect that you had that level of concentration and focus after a week like <laughs> South by Southwest of, like, crazy drinking and, like, just being so all over the place. Just Mega you, respect.
0: Youth. You just bounce back. It's true. Nowadays, if I went to South by Southwest, I'd just be in bed by Friday <laughs> night and just never get up. <laughs> <laughs> But it was also, it was beautifully illustrated and I, I remember it being like a really adult plot, which I wasn't yeah. expecting because I remember thinking like, that's just a comic book. Yeah. And yeah, just being so surprised by the kind of depth that the story went to and, Completely. and how much like, time and, and talent had been put into that book. I
1: think it's amazing. I think comics really got a reputation for, yeah, be, being either just like, oh, people know Batman, Superman, and, and, and there's merit to those stories too, and the, the beauty there, and really great. But, uh, yeah, there's, I feel like in the comic book world, there's really something for everyone, but it doesn't really get, uh, it's growing, I think, more so. In the past couple years, I feel like there's, like, a lot of really cool independent publishers and, like, uh, a lot of really cool collaborations that are bringing the comic book world closer to like the literature world and like i think that's really exciting that it's growing but i i do think to, like so when i tell people i love comics i feel like everyone's like really like, like or or
0: like so is it superman or is it yeah, x-men well, or marvel is where your mind goes yeah, when marvel someone said stanley
1: yeah yeah stanley that's where your mind goes and I'm, and that's all great but um but not not so much appealing to me and and i but it's, you know, it's like, it's like someone being like, I don't like books. It's like, but there's something for everybody, something yeah. that anyone could get into. So I think that's cool, and that, it's been really exciting to me to learn about that.
0: I kind of feel like when I was, like, 14, 15, I really, I had this desire to get into comics. But, you know, like you said, not really knowing where to start because it's such a huge world. And my only frame of reference was being a big Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. And watching, like, all those Kevin Smith films <sighs> totally. and being like... Oh, I just want to be like Jason Lee's character yeah, in yeah, Chasing yeah. Amy, <laughs> which is an awful thing to want to be when you're a fourteen-year-old woman, but uh, That's or awesome. girl. <laughs> but just being like, they just they all knew all these like cool hip comic artists, and they draw this stuff, and I totally I would like try so hard to draw, and I would just end up like tracing a Spider-Man and pretending that I'd done it originally.
1: Yeah, I wish I wish I had the gift. I do not. My <laughs> my boyfriend who got me into comics really does have the gift and it's amazing but I I don't have it um but but yeah I think I I think too like just for me as a writer in like music terms and like lyric writing and whatever like when I write a song to me it's like it's always super visual and like I always like whether it's like a music video idea or something like I I have to kind of like see the song in order to feel like I'm done And so for us, when we decided to make this comic book to coincide with the record, it just felt like this really natural thing of like, yeah, like there should be like some visual that goes along with it. Cause like, I don't know, that's really appealing to me. Like the combination of of two different art forms kind of, I I think it's really cool. So tell me about your comic book then. So we hired, um, we hired 10 different artists to each illustrate uh, a song of their choosing from the record. Oh,
0: amazing! And
1: basically, we didn't tell anyone. If people asked, like, what the song was about, we told them. But like yeah. for the most part, I kind of was just curious to see, because that's so funny. Like, so often <laughs> when I'm hearing like a song that I've loved my whole life, like then you go on to like, you listen to an interview with like the band that you love, and they're like, oh, it's about this, and you're like, it's about that. I thought it was about this completely other thing, and I think that's always really funny that music kind of ends up being, especially lyrically kind of about whatever you need it to be about in that yeah. moment. Uh, so I was really curious to see how other people would visually interpret the songs and everyone just knocked it out of the park and it was it was really cool. It was, <laughs> it was a tough coordinating job working with so many people and whatever, but it, it was really awesome the way it came out.
0: Oh my god, yeah, I know what you mean. Like interpretation of songs is always so open to whatever is in your mind. Totally. And like, even if you've been like, so recently there was this thing on social media here where an artist, put something on instagram they shouldn't have put on instagram and their whole life got ripped apart not going to go into that bit but from that story i finally understood what this song called common people (laughs) by pulp is about and i was like oh my god i have been singing that song for like 15 years how did i not understand the
1: message
0: of it and the content i felt like such
1: a moron oh completely there's I can think of a zillion songs you're just like, that
0: you're, Yeah, you're just singing along. <laughs> yeah. And then
1: you're like, one day you're looking at the lyrics and you're like, Oh my God, that's really dark. Or like, <laughs> Oh, like, uh, I had no idea. And, and I always think it's really funny. Like so often we have this one song called Western Mark, uh, on her record. And I've heard so many people describe it like, completely on the opposite ends of the spectrum like some people are like it's the saddest song on the record and some people are like all out summer banger like what's <laughs> and it's like I, I don't even know what it is at this point if, it's, if everyone's thinking of it differently but it's like it's it's just it's just funny how that works and and kind of like all art that's what it ends up being it's like people are going to kind of take it in and i know for me like especially when i was a teenager like i just needed songs to be whatever I was going through at the oh, m- and yeah. you just substitute yourself in you're like this is this is written about me it's <laughs> my if, song it's my song <laughs> and and I kind of love that. I think that's great and I and I think it's cool to think that anyone could ever do that with one of our songs it's yeah. insane.
0: Um I think it would be silly if we didn't discuss Netflix Marvel series. Oh my god because made on me. <laughs> I just love them so much. Oh my god. Have so you watched, have you done Defenders yet? I did all of Defenders oh. in like one day. Uh, i just not allowed to watch it yet. Why not? So don't give me any spoilers. Okay, I won't. Okay, well maybe we should say, maybe well, if there's a spoiler in it, we'll I'll flag it at the start. Um, okay. No,
1: yeah, I won't.
0: Because no, my girlfriend, because we started watching it together, and I told her, watch Daredevil and watch Iron Fist. And she was like, I don't like Iron Fist. And I was like, but watch it, because we're going to do Defenders. I and have then, to agree
1: with your girlfriend on this one. <sighs> Iron Fist
0: sucks <laughs> i'll go on record sorry i know and Come also on. Like, my brother is the person that i didn't even know it was out and then my brother was like oh i just watched this really good show called Einvis," and my brother like bless him terrible taste uh i've i've just gone on record and said that yeah. i watched it i was like this is oh my god it's just like like he's just like the ultimate like sweaty boy isn't he
1: sweaty boy S- just sweat <laughs> and he's he doesn't even have anything like I can't. I, I, the whole time I was watching Defenders, I was just like, "Shut up! Shut up! Just stop! You're ruining but, the
0: mission, or you're..." But d- you gotta watch it. You do to understand. So I said, "Watch Daredevil because it's great. Watch Iron Fist." Daredevil. I cool. don't have to keep explaining to you what's going on. Didn't do any. Didn't do either. Now she's watching Daredevil, and she's like, "Oh my God, this is amazing!" I'm like, I "Told you so." <laughs> but I can't watch. I can't watch bloody Defenders until because we're gonna watch but it. But think together. about think
1: about how great it'll be when finally everyone's caught up. And
0: you can watch together and be able to discuss. But then, on the bus (laughs) the other day, and she's going to listen back to this and be like, I hate you. But (laughs) she was like, James from work says Defenders isn't very good. And I was like, "Um, don't want to hear it because James from work said the last season of Orange is the New Black was crap and it was the best season ever.
1: Oh my God, yeah, it was great. And also, I just have to say, sometimes it's not as clear cut as good or bad. (laughs) Sometimes it's just not... Certain things are just, like, they're fucking fun to watch. And I would say, like, no one can argue that Defenders was just fun to watch. My boyfriend and I, we didn't leave our apartment for an entire weekend. We were just obsessed and we blew through it. And it was, it was so much fun. And, and I don't even want to say whether it was good or it was bad or anything. But it, we had a blast and it was well worth it. And uh, I would say of the, of the four, Jessica Jones... Probably my favorite. She she shines, and she shines in Defenders too. I will say I that much.
0: Love Jessica Jones. She's so good. She's so badass. She's also, so badass. This is yeah. probably because we're like we're both women. Yeah. Uh, I feel it could like, be. and that's <laughs> probably why my brother identifies more with Iron Fist because he's like a light boy who who always wanted to be in the Marines. I have to just. I believe in your
1: brother more than Iron Fist. I, I, he may he may think he identifies with Iron, Fist, but I I have to
0: I know I just know he's better. I'm sorry, Francis, but you d- you probably don't know what a podcast is, so we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was just so cool, and she doesn't she just doesn't give a fuck. She's yeah. like drinking the whiskey, and oh, she's yeah. got her like radio friend who's all prim and proper, and she's like. I ain't got time for your perfect life. I'm too badass. I'm just totally. going to go and drink till I fall over. And Love then, a complicated hero. Love it. She's so she, dark. She's so dark. She just can't keep a job or relationship
1: down, bless her. No, but I don't want to ruin anything for you in Defenders, okay. but I I actually think in Defenders, she she shines. I feel like she's, she retains the fact that she's badass and she's so cool. She's awesome. But she also kind of, like, becomes more of a hero to me. Like, towards the end of her season of Jessica Jones, I was kind of like, you've really been torturing this guy? Like, are you following the hero guidelines of, like, what's wrong and right? I don't know. Like, even though I I loved it, but, like, uh, I feel like in Defenders, she really, like, I, I feel like the writers kind of, like, find... A really great like find their footing with her character and kind of I was like damn she she just killed it
0: for me in that season yes. I was like I was like I loved you before but I love you now because they're they're doing a new season of Jessica yes. Jones right yes. second season of Jessica Jones and apparently David Tennant's still in it that's what I heard but how could he still be in uh, it he's either flashbacks because he's so dead
1: so dead oh they like, so creepy he's so but creepy though do you watch maybe Broadchurch like, no I never watched it oh my god. You've got to watch how it. How
0: do you watch that? It's like an ITV my drama. Parents, my parents
1: love all like English <laughs> and Scottish and whatever television. They're obsessed, so I just I get it filtered back from them. But, um, but Broadchurch is one of the best shows in my opinion. I love it. And while you're waiting for your girlfriend to catch up, it's a great like thriller. Like just the whole okay. time you're on the edge of your seat. But David Tennant is like the hero in in, in that story. And so for me to go and watch Jessica Jones, I was like oh my god how did I never notice that he's the fucking creepiest person that ever lived he was Doctor Who here yeah, and yes, then he's like right. <laughs> do you know what I mean they're like that's Doctor Who how is he I
0: completely how? forgot about that yeah <laughs> <know>. <laughs> fuck Brown he's fucking Doctor Who and how do you, you ever because I've never really looked into like who all these different like characters are in the Marvel like universe there's so many Marvel comics and I don't know, I don't, and I'm glad that I haven't because I don't, like when the Punisher was in Daredevil for example right. like, I didn't realize that the Punisher was like, a whole other character. Right.
1: Well, I, I wouldn't realize either, but as I said before, my boyfriend is comic book obs- obsessed so like, yeah. anytime someone appears he's like that's this person from this comic and he pulls out the comic for, he's of course, he's like the te- he has like all of his comics alphabetized on the shelf and he'll pull one out and be like this is
0: to know. About this oh my god, I love it. It's great. It's great. We've got to like we'll Skype you in for. Yeah, <laughs> please. Watch and sessions. are they all like interlinked in comic book world like totally. they are in the Netflix or has Netflix taken artistic liberties with this?
1: No, they they are totally in- interlinked and 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 that to me is so cool. I love like I love that stuff. When That's like so oh, cool. Like you think this is cool, but if you had read this, it would be even cooler and like I I like it just kind of rewards you being totally, a dork. Totally. Like the more
0: time you put in, the more rewards you get. Totally. Oh. It's a genius
1: way of writing because I, I yeah. You'll, you'll have your readership. Even if you have, like, a terrible side plot, people are going to read it because they just want to know. Even if you have Iron Fist. Even if you people have, have <laughs> Iron Fist. <laughs> yes, people are going to watch it, unfortunately. Uh, and, uh, and they
0: will follow along because they have to know. Um, while we were chatting, like, actually, earlier when you said about Sadie Dupuy. Yeah. So, is that how you say it? Dupuy? I think so. Sadie Dupuy. And <laughs> I was thinking, do you know Tancred? Oh yeah I love them oh okay so good so I'm friends with Jess no way yeah no, I've known her since her now nowadays oh amazing and she has always berated me for not being into Harry Potter <gasps> you're not into Harry Potter I never like read a book and never watched a film like nothing and then... Um, you're even more like my boyfriend, like every second you
1: go on. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's the same way. And I, I think you're crazy. I think you're both crazy. But this it's is the thing,
0: Paul just showed me that you tweeted asking for a copy of Prisoner of Azkaban tonight oh, yeah. to, your, to the venue. Yeah, we really. Right, so my new year's resolution this year was to read all the Harry Potter books. Oh my God, how are you doing? I mean, I finished in May.
1: I, wish I, I almost just cheers to our microphones, but that, that would be totally wrong.
0: Figurative cheers.
1: What did you think? Have you watched the movies too? i watched all the movies too. Okay. What did you think? You didn't like it.
0: I fucking loved it. Ah, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> See? No one is immune. It's so oh good. Oh, my God. It's, it's so, so good. good. I mean, does that sort of count? It doesn't count as a comic. It doesn't count as a graphic novel, does it? But the way that they like play the characters and everything like comes together at the end. I think so and I and I think I think the sentiment
1: is so similar I don't know just like wanting to be like totally fall in love with like the magic of something and uh, I don't know I, to me it's kind of a similar world like I always say to my boyfriend I can't believe that you don't like Harry Potter because it seems so up your alley. And part of that is because he's really into Dungeons and & Dragons and, like, all of that, that whole... <laughs> I'm painting a very strange <laughs> portrait of Toby. I'm sorry. I love you. But, um, uh, no, and, and I just... I don't know. I think, I think all that stuff is great. And when it's well-written, it's the best. And I, for me personally, like, one of my favorite books of all time is uh, David Copperfield. And uh, I just love a good scruffy orphan and like a, like, a, like a tale of like people really are good at their core and like Harry Potter is so that of just like people you think are terrible end up being amazing and I don't know I love that shit.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess that seems to be, especially with the, the superheroes it's always it, in the, those kind of like the Batmans, the Spidermans it's always like a tortured individual yeah. who comes good and kind of finds mm-hmm. it they have these special powers and they can like save the world or save the city yeah this absolutely thing, i really so feel that's like similar. the parallels are so similar between harry potter and and your superhero comics
1: completely and, and i would also just say the, the entire idea of like this very detailed fictional universe like yeah i i, I love that i love that like there are people who know more about, like, Star Wars history than they know about, like, U.S. history or, like, or, like the real history <laughs> of the world. I think that's beautiful. I think that's awesome. And, like, I don't know. In some ways, I think we can learn a lot from all of that stuff, too. And, uh, yeah, so in that way, I think it's really similar. Just these, like, hugely detailed, like, like Harry Potter. There's Harry Potter Wikipedia, like, an entire world unto its own of, like... Really? Where you can just... <laughs> yeah. All Is the it- details are there.
0: Have you? How many times have you read the books?
1: I've only read the books all the books once all Kay. the way through. So I'm not I'm not even the biggest fanatic yeah, in the world. Yeah, yeah. But I love them and like and I love the movies. So
0: I feel like it's like one of those things where if you read it the second time you might pick things out and be like, "Oh. Oh. I'm due for a reread. I'm I'm like yeah.
1: overdue for a reread. I I like I I really feel like cuz I was I was way younger when I read it. So I'm I feel like once I revisit it there's going to be so much more that i pick up on and relate to and freak out over and whatever i'm reading jane eyre right now and that also reminds me of harry potter because it's like same story it's like orphan who goes through all the worst things in the world and then like life ends up you know whatever
0: i'm not (laughs) going to spoil spoil the plot of every of
1: every book (laughs) i've ever read um but yeah i I, I think it's great.
0: Why do you think people love these stories and love comic books, especially in that whole universe, so much? Do you think it is like a hobby, or do you, or like a like collectory kind of that, in a need to collect things, or is it escapism, or is it like even something bigger, like feeling like there is hope or like some magic left in 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 the world?
1: All three. I, I mean, I never even thought I was that into collecting, or, or like I, that's not really like so much part of my personality. But once I really got into especially especially with love and rockets like falling in love with that like i see the appeal there is really something about like just like i said before just loving something just like just wanting to be completely consumed by a story that you find exciting and characters that you love and i think that's so cool and then and then i just wanting every tangible bit that you can get that's from that world like i totally I think that's awesome and that is magical and and yeah i mean i just believe in the power of escapism through books and music and art and i think that's one of the best things that the world has to offer so totally and and i think too like yeah it's beautiful to think to think that like heroes could exist and and usually the point of almost every every story that we've talked about is that like heroes aren't always just the people with superpowers. It's like you can be a hero by being a good person and by like, you know, by caring for other people and cheesy as that is, I think that's totally true and, and something that I think like to us the, as a band, like the, one of the most important aspects of our music is like no matter how sad a song is, no matter how, you know, if we're a sad song, dreary song, whatever, like just like pure like bleak, is so unappealing to me I always want there to be some hope I think hope and like the possibility of joy and the possibility of like positivity are some of the most like precious and exciting things in the world and so I think like comic books to me really have all of those things of like the world could be better and people at their core could change the world to be better and that's amazing
0: Oh, my God, I I have two words for you. What?
1: Concept album. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, yeah, exactly. I'm going to (laughs) go
0: live on an island and record like a a comic book concept album. You could. You could create an entire character and a story arc and everything through a record.
1: It would be amazing. But maybe I also, maybe I just want to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you should have written the comic. Yeah. I did one. I did one of the comics. I, I wrote, so with the comic book, there's the 10 songs on the record, but then there's also, we added, with the comic book, you get um, a flexi disc with two songs that didn't make it onto the album, and one of the songs is a song that Spencer sings, uh, and I made the comic for his one. So, uh that was really fun because I, I don't really know what his lyrics mean so it felt, yeah. it felt really fun to do that oh right!
0: Um, so you could interpret it exactly. like an outsider yeah it was like
1: it wouldn't be that fun for me to just I feel like I would just draw the lyrics if I did one yeah. for myself I'd be like I know exactly what I was thinking um, and all of my ex-boyfriends would be coming to kill me or something yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah no it, it was really really fun and special I wish I was a better artist and could do it oh
0: my god you know what we haven't discussed what? worst episode ever of comic book guys like the comic book store oh my god worst have you episode ever, ever you know like in the simpsons where he's like worst episode ever oh yeah the comic yeah, book yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: oh my god worst, so like
0: worst issue of a comic book no no of? i mean like have you been to a comic book store because i would find that because ter- you know when you go into those like places that are like comic book heavens oh! right And they have, like, all the comic books and all the, like, plastic films and they have, like, all those weird little, like, like, almost, it's kind of like, you know when you go around your nan's house and she has, like, loads of, like, porcelain knickknacks on a dresser and, like, special plates and mugs? It's kind of like that, but for, like, comic book geeks. And they all have the little dolls of all these figures and figurines and...
1: Yes, I have a lot to say on the subject. Okay, Very, very... First of all, yes, very intimidated when I go into a comic book store for for a couple of reasons. I also just think, at least in the local comic book store that I go to, I am certainly usually the only woman in there, which, which I'm fine with, but usually that just means... In a way, I, I almost, like, as, as like, totally outgoing as I am, I'm kind of, like, terrified by being approached at stores by people who work there, because I'm instantly just intimidated and flustered, and I feel, like, I feel like this need to represent for, like, the entire female race when I'm in there. It, it's, like, how I feel in music a lot of the That's time. That's how I feel at Screwfix. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's, like, you're, like, I... If I, like, in music, I'm always, like, if I don't know every detail about this stupid pedal then, and then uh, that gives this asshole sound guy license to make fun of women in music forever so I have to come correct because <laughs> it's really important so I'm like I'm like I have to be reading a cool comic if I'm going in here like I don't want them to know I'm trying to think I, there aren't even any of comics that I'm embarrassed of but like but I, I want to like even if I don't know I'll always be like I'm reading Saga, but also, do you have an issue of like... And just something more obscure. So they're like, oh, she really knows what she's talking about. Even if it's just something I'm like, bring back to Toby to be like...
0: That's I for know. you. Yeah, you, you probably already <laughs> have it, but I needed some... Hey, babe, got you a present. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I love you. Um, uh, but I would also say, like, I am just not that neat of a person. I'm not good at, like, staying organized. I am, it's not really where I shine, but Toby is just obsessed with the, like the little... And keeping everything in perfect condition in our did house. You, did you ever watch
0: Mallrats? The I film. I haven't seen Mallrats. Oh my god! Because Toby in my head is like Jason Lee's character in that where he's got them all like alphabetized in those like kind of like IKEA type record racks. Yeah,
1: yeah, we've got those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but, but um, <laughs> but uh, we just moved in together and uh most of our apartment is dedicated to his comic books and uh, and and a lot of figurines a lot which is so he funny. has the figurines he has the figurines he's like a modern day aunt he is <laughs> he's, i i love it though like like i just think it's so cool i just like i said before i've just dated so many people who couldn't give a fuck about anything or just cared about music or just and and we're just so sad sacky and i just love that he gets so excited when something new comes out. That it, even if I don't really like it, it makes me excited too.
0: <laughs> what does he even do? With the, what do you do with the figurines? You just, are they still in boxes? Do you have to dust them a lot? Some of them are in boxes. I
1: think it's just like, it's totally part of his personality. He's just very neat and very clean. And I think it just appeals to him to like, have the stuff and have them look great. Amazing. And I, I know. It's, I, you know, I never... I'd never dated anyone with these interests before, so I, it's all—it's all a new world to me. But I—I just—I love it, and uh, and I and I—I I don't know. I—I I think they're all pretty cool looking, and uh, I just think. I don't know, the collector's world is so foreign to me that I just, I love watching him get excited about it.
0: <laughs> Can you explain Archie comics to me? Because I feel like we we didn't have, don't have Archie comics in the UK to my knowledge. Like when I was growing up, we had a comic called The Beano. that had a character called Dennis the Menace. Oh, yeah, yeah. And people used to read that, like kids. But when you watch American TV shows and American movies, they're all like, oh, like Archie and Veronica. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. Shame to say, I haven't even
1: like, that's what's next on my list. is trying, but that's when okay. That's what's next on my list for me to dive into. I haven't really, I haven't really gotten super into them. I did just watch the TV show that came out because I'm Josie and the Pussycats obsessed, and they're in the show. Um, Wait, re- the CW put out. Was it? What's CW? the CW? It's a, it's a channel. Uh, it's a TV station in the U.S. Okay. Sorry, uh, <laughs> and they just put out a TV show. Uh, called Riverdale, which is all—it's loosely based on the, or to- the characters are from the Archie. Comics.
0: But you know who the characters are, and is it—is it not just like a like? Light- thing that Americans just are born with?
1: Yeah, I mean it comes in like a bazooka bubblegum like all come with Archie comics so it's like you grow up seeing them even if
0: you haven't really read them. Right. Okay. But I
1: do know that there are people who are fanatics so I would hate to speak on behalf of, of them <laughs> and knowing, knowing just so is like is it the like like kid's, What
0: is it though? is it like a kid's comic
1: or an adult's comic? I think it can be for anyone but yes it definitely can be for kids because like I said it comes with the candy so it's like right. comes with, comes with bubblegum in the bubblegum wrappers uh, and it's basically just like you know Archie and Betty and Veronica Betty is like the classic like good girl like she's really like always in the tight like blonde ponytail like high and then Veronica's kind of like spicy and saucy and they're both Sassy kind of in love with Veronica. Archie and they're <gasps> best friends but kind of also always competing for him okay
0: so that's yeah. I, I it all becomes a lot clearer now exactly
1: and, it could, and as you can tell it that storyline can go on just forever and it has, it really has just gone on forever. And so they made a TV show out of it. Yeah, but made it like, made it like a murder mystery, which is really, really cool. Which one died? I'm not gonna say. Oh. I'm not gonna say. Okay. But it's really fun. It's real. I kind of went into it being like, this show's gonna be just total fluff. And it it, it was <laughs> fl- fluffy, but uh, I loved it, I loved every second of it.
0: So is Josie and the Pussycats a comic too?
1: Josie and the Pussycats exist in the Archie world. They're like
0: from that universe. I did not know that. More, you know. I just thought it was <laughs> like an Ameri- It's like an American movie, right? Yes. Have you seen it? I feel like I have, but I can't remember it. There's You're like due for a rewatch.
1: I'll, I'll reread all of Harry Potter. You go watch Josie and the Pussycats. Okay. because All right. It's just the best. The soundtrack is unreal. And and if I'm being completely honest, number one musical influence in my life would be the
0: soundtrack for that movie. It's just the best. So, there's four of them and they form a band together. Three of them. There's three of them. Uh, Melody,
1: Valerie, and Josie.
0: Okay. Best
1: friends. Um, yeah, and they form a band. And, and just like, I just remember being like, seeing that movie for the first time when I was like six or seven, or seven or seven or eight, like around that age. And just, it was the first time I ever saw like women playing music. And I was like, and even though they mostly were not, like in the American movie, they were not really playing music. Mm. It was. Whatever, like, I just, it blew my mind to the point where I would just watch it every day when I got home from school. I had my mom make me the costumes that make it look like I was in the band and (laughs) learn all the songs, just the best, the best. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Rosario, Rosario Dawson yeah. was
0: in *Josie and the Pussycats*. Yes, the night nurse. You've you've got to watch it. You're gonna lose your shit. I it's sp- it's I the feel best like movie I have. But okay, okay. I mean you it's gonna it. be on like a Netflix or you know you can just download um, *Prisoner of Azkaban* for like three pound fifty from Amazon.
1: Well, you can the just reason rent wh- it. the reason why we're trying to get a DVD of it is because we have a DVD player in our van here. But when it have like it a
0: USB <laughs> or something input?
1: We're trying to. Figu- oh, I don't. We I don't haven't know. figured out that you- level of uh, streaming. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're total idiots. So,
0: <laughs> I will watch Josie and. Yes, when we will. I will do out. a rewatch okay. and a reread. All right. Thanks to Eva. You can find our show notes and previous episodes at talktheline.blog. You have been listening to Talk the Line, a podcast from the line of Best Fit. I'm Jen Long. This podcast is produced by Paul Bridgewater with original music by Seams. If you like us, please follow us on Twitter, leave us a nice review and subscribe. We'll see you next week.